The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode. It's episode 240 of the 365 Message Center Show. We are here really wanting to talk to you about biscuits. No, no, that's not what we're talking about. Now, we are here to help you prepare for change, prevent and fix those issues that you may have come across in 365. Um, And I really feel like that is the most important thing we do. I don't know if there's any others. I mean, there's other things we like to do. The third thing was We like to stay informed, yes. But I I feel like it's fixing stuff all the time. I mean, interesting. Uh, For those joining us for the first time or or didn't know some of the history behind those three phrases, they they used to be part of the message center. There were three categories for messages. There was prevent or... (laughs) I've forgotten our own logo. Um, Plan for change, prevent or fix, stay informed. And the prevent or fix one was really used. It often was a message that was thrown out there quickly to say, Hey, we've noticed this. You'll need to run this command to to help. A bit like that one last week from um, block a certain build of something that shouldn't be available. Um, yes, and I will say uh, Heidi is asking in the chat room: Is this a food show now? Because I'm sure, here for it. sure. Yes, we, yep. I think we should we should definitely do it. I uh, have some experience with food. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You can tell that by your Instagram account, Daniel. <clears throat> right. I have, yeah, I did post some pictures of some delicious some. food I had. So, <laughs> yes, some. Um, but today, no, we're not switching to a food show today, but we are talking about some changes that are uh, coming um, mm-hmm. for your organizations. So, uh, I think we want to just dive in here. Crack on into it. All right. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. What have we got? Well, I'll take this first one, Daniel. Okay. Um, another one of those massive titles. Uh, and, you know, those of you who uh, also tune into the YouTube, um, I, I do try to afterwards go through and put the time and time slots in so you can find them. And it's things like this where this massive title just will not fit. Message center posts will include monthly active users specific to Power BI automate and power app services updates mc37798 we've seen something like this before daniel haven't we where it's uh a change to the message center where when it's referring to a certain service it's now going to give you monthly active usage uh, see how many people are impacted is really the the real purpose of this this um change and so it's now coming to Power BI, Power Automate, Power App Services. And as an admin, you'll be able to glance down if there's a message like this one, if this was about a change to Power BI, then you could see, okay, over the last 30 days or so, this is how many people are actively using the service. And as an admin, you can prioritize which message you should be uh, working on first if if you're a bit shorthanded um, or... Uh, you just need to put your time into to something quickly. So imagine, um, you know, uh, a service that is critical to your organization. You need to plan for change or prevent or fix. Um, 
then you can glance at that and say, right, this is going to affect 20,000 users. Um, let me get a team of three together and let's get on to it. I know I'm pulling a figure out there, but it's it's going to be quite useful and it's good to see it coming to Power BI and the Power Platform. Um, off the top of your head, Daniel, we probably should have done the research. <laughs> Do you know what other services also show this? Yeah, we have SharePoint, we have Teams, okay. um, we have... I think Should we Yammer. go looking for them in, in the message center? We have Yammer. See if we can find an example. Risky. Can. I mean, it's can. going. To, the, the next one we're going to show will be one. Okay. Well, uh, I'll finish this off, and then maybe okay. we'll pass like a probably the smoothest segue ever by mentioning the next message, but also calling back to this very feature. Oh. Okay. Ah. So uh, it'll uh, show serve the month, monthly active usage. Um, the monthly active usage will be MAU parentheses. Um, supported workloads mentioned in this message, Power Apps, Power Automate, Power BI. Nothing you need to do to prepare, uh, just that it will be preparing you. And that's rolling out to targeted release late May, complete early June, standard release um, early June, complete late June. So smoothest, ready for the smoothest segue in, the, in, the, in all of our shows, Daniel? Uh, that's a tall order, but okay. Well, I mean, only because I can't remember any of the other ones that we've done. So, oh. <laughs> um, as we're looking at that, let's see. Monthly active usage in brackets. Yes. Now, keep this in mind. This is a demo tenant, but there are six people affected. Indeed. Right. Take it away, so sir. This next uh, topic is automatic groupings available in Teams for channel post, MC378419. This is probably going to take over the number one uh, reason I've seen organizations using tags in Teams, but let's talk about it and maybe some people in chat will disagree with me and that's okay. We can have civil discourse. Um, so this is a new grouping. So think about grouping as, you know, when you go to at channel, when you're mentioning channel in, in a message, that's a grouping of everyone in the channel. Let's, let's go with that. Okay. So this one is a grouping for team owners hmm. for the current team you are in. So you'll be able to at mention the owners of that team. So this is going to be available for the uh, web as well. Mobile. Um, and um, this will be rolling out and we've got, I like it, we've, we definitely have pulled this out here for the different environments. So standard release be early May to late June, the GCC late May to early July, GCC high, the government cloud high, late May to early July. And then same thing for DOD rolling out same time, late May, through early July. And so in this message, we have a ginormous screenshot, which is amazing. I think all screenshots in these message center posts should be huge. Yeah. I really do. I'm not joking. Uh, and I know you do too. But we're able yep. to show, it's showing here, the at mentioning, typing out team owners, um, that automatic group will be available to you. Now, you know, no action is really needed, but, you know, training and making sure your users know that this is available to them. No, yeah. So that, Actually, now, on that, Daniel, 
I think yeah. uh, Pete here says by removing himself from yes. teams, all teams ownership, he definitely doesn't want to tell people about this new feature. That's right. <laughs> so I was talking about tags at the beginning. I mm. find a lot of people uh, in teams creating a tag for admins in a team so that mm. if you have a problem, you want to add somebody or whatever, you can uh, tag and mention that uh, tag. Well, now you won't need that tag anymore. You'll be able to just at mention the team owners um, and it'll notify all those. Yes, uh, people like Pete um, and others. I know there's more. Pete's just the brave soul to speak out about this. Uh, maybe go ahead and remove yourself so you don't get all those at mentions. But yeah. Or, or not. I mean, you're, you're, a, yeah. you're a team owner for a reason. Um, right. this, this tend to be uh, used in larger teams, really, uh, where yes. there's multiple team owners. And you're just trying to find someone who can help you out with something that's happening in the team. Maybe you're asking, right. hey, team owners, can you add an app to or a tag to, sorry, a tab to one of my channels and trying that's to right. add more features and capabilities uh, if you've buttoned it right down. Right. And you mentioned that specifically. I mean, this is great for if you have your team locked down. Mm. Uh, and, and you have members can't do a, a specific things and they have to get an admin to do it for sure. So yeah. uh, be looking out for this. And while you're looking out for this uh, right now, go ahead and hit the thumbs up button for this video, whether oh. you're in LinkedIn or YouTube. Um, make sure you go ahead and hit that. You know, leave us a comment if you would like. Uh, also share on social. You can click that share button. There is a share button. You just click on it say, I love this show, or say, I love Daryl's headset or whatever, post it, go ahead and do it right now. It'll only take like five seconds. I uh, would greatly appreciate it. And make sure you at mention us, we're 365MCS on all the socials. So if you do that, we can amplify your message uh, and, and make sure we're following you as well. So go ahead and do that. We'd much appreciate it. Hmm. Now, um, moving on to the next message, I suggest you read this message uh, in a way that uh, people can understand it uh, in Teams. You mean like word for word? I mean, that'll depend on the author. Yeah, I guess. Every time. Suggested yeah. replies in Teams desktop, MC379024. It is what it sounds like it is uh, we've seen suggested replies appearing in all kinds of places in Microsoft 365. I think we first saw it in Word as you were typing things up, and then we saw it in Outlook, and it came across all the different uh, various clients as well. Um, and Daniel and I, when we first saw it, we're like, oh, here we go, uh, standardized replies for everything. Um, and that it, we'd all start to sound the same. Uh, but before I get into the message, I think on reflection, I've seen the suggested replies across the different services learn a few things about the way I say things, and it's making actually useful suggested replies. How about you, Daniel? Yes, I agree with you. It's It's been a whole lot more useful than our... Um, Maybe we hesitated initially, like you mentioned, on would this be useful when we're all going to say uh, the same thing? You know, that it's all mm. going to be replies or in when we're talking and trying to type things out, will it just be suggesting the same thing over and over? And so we're more like speaking like robots uh, or mm. in the same robot. 
But I find that it is has been a lot uh, more useful uh, than that. Uh, and I think the faster we can go and get the message done, I think it would be better. Um, mm. And and I have it typed. You know, I'm not one that likes to, um, you know, uh, pay special attention to spelling, for instance, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and uh, not till after it's typed, right? <laughs> right. And so having uh, having it type out things for me, and you know, mm. being spelled correctly. Hopefully, it's using the correct there. Uh, for instance, um, it is very helpful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so suggested replies uh, will come to Teams desktop. Um, I don't think they've had mention yet of it appearing in Teams on mobile. So this is how we saw it roll out to an Outlook. It was app by app. They turn the service on, they make it enabled. Uh, and I think like... I think it's where I use it the most really is on mobile that it's suggesting a reply. It gives you that hint to swipe and it'll appear for desktop. It's the tab. You'll see um, the content sort of grayed out, not quite um, there yet ahead of your cursor and you tab and it completes not much more to say about that message. Uh, just that it, it's coming to teams desktop. Maybe it'll come to Teams Mobile soon too. There is one thing I'd say about it. Now, I like to talk about pros and cons with this feature before we shift on. Um, the possibility of being interrupted in your thoughts as you're trying mm -hmm. to craft those words. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes it's like, why are you flashing something in front of my eyes when I'm trying to find the words? I think it, it depends on old men like us and how tired we are and what sort of day we've had. <laughs> oh, did I... Just admit to being us? old. Us? Okay. Who's us? You youngin and me older person. There we I go. I don't know. I actually don't That's know better. who's older. I forget. When's your birthday, Daniel? Don't say um, that. Um several years before yours. I mean after yours. Oh. Rips. All right. <laughs> Mixed up. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> so next up. Microsoft lists. Calendar view, item, drag, and drop. MC three seven nine zero two five. And this is uh, a new feature. So Microsoft List, we have calendar views. It's fantastic. But uh, moving things around sometimes on that list has been difficult. Uh, or, you know, you have to go in and edit it and uh, the item and move to move it. Now we're going to be able to drag items from one day to another. Um, so we're going to be able to reschedule items uh, very simply that way. Uh, we could also, uh, with this, we're, you know, we're going to have an unscheduled board. So if you have a, a pane, sorry, unscheduled pane, items that are created in your list but don't have dates. Remember, when we create a view, a calendar view from a list, we, we specify what the date fields are. And if those date fields don't have uh, dates in them, then there will be a pane uh, in the view that shows for unscheduled items. And so you can actually drag items from there onto the calendar, but you can also go the other way around. You can drag things from the calendar to the unscheduled pane. And, it, and in effect, it is removing the dates from the list item uh, hmm. so that it uh, is not scheduled. Uh, so this will be uh, rolling out mid-May. So now-ish uh, and expected to be completed late May. So they're uh, quickly going to roll this out. I've seen this demoed and it is pretty slick. I would say 
definitely use this if you're using calendars in the modern in Microsoft lists. Uh, I uh, we're not going to get into whether calendars in SharePoint, you know, in Microsoft list is what you should be using or not. We're just going to say if you are, then this is very helpful in you know, in rescheduling and and moving things uh, around. Hmm. Quickly right, assigning dates to a list item, whatever that yeah. is. Yeah, the release exactly. of a uh, new line of clothing in your planning for your store. I don't know. Anything like yes, that. Yes, I agree. I am the new Jay-Z, and I am releasing a new line of clothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> headset covers. Headset warmers for your headset. Right. Yes. Yeah. For those that uh, live uh, northern or, I guess, southern, depending on, yeah. The, the Beats muffs. So they're like earmuffs for your beats. Hold on. I got to go buy that domain right now. Hold on. <laughs> right. Uh, finishing off. Yes. With. With. Um, <laughs> it's an interesting way to say we're in the new Yammer now. Uh, new Yammer as the only option for non-admin users. <laughs> That's all you that aren't admins listening to and watching the show. Um, the new Yammer is yours you know and if you've unless you've already been switched to it well the 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 purpose of this message mc379026 is that if you're not an admin then the switch to go back to classic yammer will be removed new yammer is your new experience if you haven't been shifted from classic to new that's going to happen uh the timing for that begin rolling out mid-june expect to be completed late june and yeah it's about moving to that i think a lot of orgs have already done that. The reason that I see some have hung around to use Classic, it's mostly for the admin purposes to go back and, and access some of those features like uh, yeah. managing banned words or anything like that. So uh, admins will be able to go back uh, till you know the admin experience is fully modern. Uh, actually, I haven't ever seen New Yammer called modern, but let's just call it new. Where's your T-shirt, Daniel? Um, I washed it. So you did. Okay, I'll have Daniel's to got a special T-shirt. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Stay tuned yeah. for that. Daniel's yeah. really is starting a new line of clothing. <laughs> so uh, one, I asked this on Twitter and LinkedIn, mm. and if you have thoughts, uh, would love to get your thoughts. So look me up on Twitter or LinkedIn and and reply to my message. My question was, what features in old Yammer are not available in new Yammer? Um, and I got a, one reply from Martina saying that all company in some cases. Um, so that hmm. might be a reason why. Um, but uh, I agree with you. I think this is one of those. Let's leave it available for admins. But we're we're on the march for mm. this. The new Yammer and the new Yammer will become just, you know, the Yammer. Um, and <laughs> that experience will be for everyone. So that's where we where we are. Yeah. Um, good question here from Zach about whether anyone knows about Yammer still movable to EU Union, EU region, uh, yeah. only for 10,000 plus and misses some features. Uh, can't say I've got a lot of knowledge about that one, but I know that that's been part of the, the restriction around whether Yammer was available or not. Um, needs a bit of research. Sorry, Zach. Maybe somebody um, in the uh, chat knows or those that are coming along and 
watching the video, maybe you can leave a comment uh, if you know more. I that's the last thing I've heard about mm. it was that that restriction, but I don't know uh, any further details about it. And like he's probably interested, like I I enjoy these features now too, like nested replies or uh, being able to bookmark a a post so that I can find it easily later. <clears throat> Upvotes yeah. have been. Um, just recently released and are pretty good like that whole i can mark something as a best answer but the community can also tell me what they think the best answer is and so these sorts of things are part of the new yammer and here's hoping that um that the full feature set will be available to organizations of any size using yammer in the eu yeah Uh, and thanks phil for helping to answer that Mm -hmm. um that's about it in terms of messages um there's build coming up daniel indeed there yeah. is so we expect to see um, some things announced right indeed uh there was something uh, else announced uh, and we kind of <sighs> knew it was coming um yep. and microsoft had already said it was coming they just hadn't said really what they were going to name it so right. they had announced that um the next module of viva was going to be um the product that they had purchased ally.io um and that is now called microsoft viva goals and this will be uh, available in q3 um and q3 calendar years so we're looking at you know that um kind of that uh august september um kind of time frame july um right no yes all that time frame not july but that time frame um so anyway so that is uh what we're kind of looking at uh for that release but uh and that it really is about um those okrs right daryl um, mm. what, what what is bringing in yep. to the viva platform giving us a another tool to to manage our one-on-ones and managing people within our teams and you might be using other products or maybe you're doing this manually by making a list of objectives and just getting around to it and discussing it during during your uh, one-on-ones but yeah i think one comment we had daniel was interesting it's called goals it feels like it's another product that's been named after the thing that it's doing so uh, hopefully that won't give you uh so we're gonna go you know, into Microsoft Teams team to see our Microsoft Viva goals goals um, and and discuss that. So, um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's named after what it does. Uh, so I guess bring very clear uh, on on it. But uh, there's the announcement Daryl showing on on screen. Uh, you can just search Microsoft Viva goals and you're going to find it. Uh, I, I most certainly did when I did a search, but that was just announced officially announced today of of the new name Mm. it's a couple of good videos in there that'll tell you a bit about Mm -hmm. how it works too um we Mm -hmm. won't play through them now but uh i think key thing is here it is becoming part of that viva suite if you're going to pay for uh, i don't know if you can pay for it on its own but it'll certainly be part of that that full suite Mm -hmm. and you know just managing employee experience it is it is i think it's a, a good a thing to add to the the suite of products within Viva because this you'll get like from insights you'll get this nudge to say when was the last time you met with your manager for a one-on-one or if you go a bit deeper uh, hey 
you haven't scheduled one-on-ones with your people for some time. And then there's a tool like this that will actually give you more structure and purpose around running those one-on-ones. And uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm keen to look at it, see it in action. That's for sure. Indeed. Hmm. So um, I think that's, we've covered it all. Not all, but you know, oh. we've covered we've covered the important parts. Yeah. Um, make sure you're following us uh, and you like this message. You you are subscribed. Uh, sorry, this this video, and you subscribe, uh, or if you're subscribed to the audio podcast, um, make sure that you engage with us on social. Seriously, three six five MCS. It's not difficult. Click the button, share button. <laughs> We were talking about something before we went live, Daniel. Should we put the question to the audience, see what we get in the comments? Sure. About, yeah. So there's a new feature coming to Twitter, which um, some of you might have access to already, called Communities, a way of being able to have discussions on Twitter. They're still open and available to anyone who wants to see them, but it's a way of addressing your community in, in the Twitter sphere. And Daniel and I might start up a community that, that we could use to discuss things with y'all. Um, yeah, let us know if you're interested. Yeah, indeed. Would love to uh, engage with you there as well. So thank you so much, everyone, for watching live or recorded. Again, we'd love to engage with you. Um, but uh, thank you for, for watching. We really appreciate it. And we'll catch you next time. Bye for now.